0: Welcome to the Sports Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Lure, and I'm excited to cross over all the way to to Torino, Italy today to catch up with Mr. Giampiero Renato, the founder and uh, CEO, of course, of uh, Delta Tre. Hope I pronounced that somewhat accurately here. Welcome to the podcast, Jippy.
1: Thank you, Marcus. I'm very glad uh, to have the occasion to chat with you, and uh, your pronunciation has been almost perfect.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll get there by the end of it. There is a sort of the American, I guess, version of pronouncing the company name there. But uh, look, we—I'm very excited to to having you on the call here today, um, and our plan is to go really deep into. The incredible not just your own career but of course what the company has done and Delta Trey is, is so well known around the world especially be you know anyone who's dealing with the technology side of the business the um, you know all the innovations you guys brought to the to the business so, and but again I think you you you're even saying it on your website and and, and uh, even on the LinkedIn profile uh, it sort of says here we're not always shouting the loudest right so I mean sometimes you are the sort of quiet one behind 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 the scenes, so maybe not everyone even knows exactly all the things the company does. So let me just quickly, sort of read a little bit about you know what what is out there publicly, and of course by the end of it, everyone will know exactly all the great things you guys are doing. So here's sort of how you I guess you guys describing it, right? That you are really behind the scene. To bring the biggest, you know, sporting events to life, in terms of you know the delivery from a, from a content production and, and del- side of it, uh, whether it's OTT, whether it's data, the fan experiences, uh, you know, live content, websites, apps, all those elements, you guys are in some fashion involved in it. You have a thousand people around the world now, maybe it's more now, from technologists, designers, innovators. You know, and I think you have almost almost close to 20 offices around the world. Uh, You work with the biggest federations on the planet, from the FIFAs to the NBAs, etc. You work with telcos, broadcasters, mobile operators, and, and you really, again, you are really the one behind the scene delivering that technology and creating these fan experiences. So. Incredible. As I said earlier already, congratulations to this huge success and and the growth of the business. And being a technology company has been around for 35 years. That's in itself already an achievement because technology moves so fast and Constantly being on the cutting edge of it is just incredible. So, But as we do in this podcast, and if you've heard it before, is we always really like starting right where it all began. And I want to bring you back here to this. And this is – let me make sure I get my dates right here. 1986 here. Um, I think you're about 27 years old and you start, you're coming out of uh, university here where you studied uh, computer science uh, with a passion for sports, and all of a sudden there was Delta Trey with a couple of friends. Talk us, Take us back to that uh, part of uh, your life and, and how it all started.
1: Yeah, you're right, and uh, I, I started even before. So I was uh, 20 years old when I started the university, ah, and right. And uh, yeah, of course, the I started in eighty six, But uh, I started uh, in some way this job uh, to, to to meet this uh, this this market uh, when I was 20. Right. I was uh, as uh, all uh, young people. I was passionate uh, in, uh, in in in. Uh, traveling and you have to think it was 40 years ago was not so easy to travel around yes, the world like, of course it Was expensive and so on so I was uh, passionate in traveling I was passionate in sport. I was doing uh, I was do I was already doing for the region uh, regional uh, competitions a sort of timing I love this this kind of technology photo cell and so on okay and uh, and uh, and uh, and I also was a uh, that was this growing uh, computer things. Uh, that was uh, I was long before the PC, but I, I I learned in high school to program a computer and so on.
0: Right. So when
1: I was, when I went to the university, uh, you know, I was looking around for uh, for uh, some job to do to, to, to support my study and so on. And uh, and uh, at the meantime, the Olivetti that I don't know if you, I yep. mean now this, I remember the
0: company. <laughs> it's
1: a great company, and uh, they were uh, they were. Um, uh, they were introducing the use of computer in the sport. In, right. in particular, at the time, it was an alpine skiing. Mm. So they were looking for people, and actually, uh, at the certain point, uh, they, 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 uh, I was offered something like, uh, do you mind going uh, in the best uh, ski resort uh, around the world, including Canada, United States, and so on? Do you and, mind?
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> and by the way, we also, we also offer you good morning as a student. Right. So... Uh, that was, <laughs> a, a very easy choice. Yes. And, and then uh, these grow up. Uh, of course, my this, this was very nice. You can imagine 20 years old go around the world and doing what you, what you like. Yeah. Uh, then you get the entered uh, in the Formula One. And uh, so do you mind going in Las Vegas for the Formula One Grand Prix and, uh, and again getting good money? So my problem was more to finish my studies because uh, <laughs> it was part-time, but uh, yeah. I, I was dedicate more and more time to this. And that's how uh, as all was started, because wow. we were doing this for a small company. Olivetti was too big to do it uh, automatically, but uh, uh, the small company, uh, at the end, uh, yes, there was an, an owner, but uh, uh, he was not really looking forward to expand the company, while the pressure to, for, of Olivetti to, to, to do more and more things was, was, was uh, high, so... The three guys that were doing most of the job in the company—that was myself, Luca, my partner, and Ettore, that was the third partner—we we we decided to found to 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 create Delta Tre in '86, and uh, and to move forward from there, and that's that's how all started
0: that's how it all started right and and what was really if so again maybe just bring us back uh, when you started what was the first service I, I understand it had something to do with formula one you guys were doing some uh, data management already or, or timing is it is that correct Or yeah, uh,
1: again it was before long before internet uh, long before the pc and so on so yes we were introducing uh, uh, um, Result timing and result system in in, uh, in Alpine skiing, in Formula One, and then athletics, and uh, you have to think that at that time uh, the timekeeping was still done with us manually. Uh, in Formula One, you were spotting the 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 the, the, the numbers uh, of the cars manually. So wow. you can imagine, uh, you can imagine uh, circuits like uh, I remember Kyalame Le- or even uh, in Belgium, the spa the uh, car arriving the first laps. Uh, 26 cars uh, arriving uh, uh, 300 kilometers per hour all together, and you have to spot the numbers.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. And and that was basically the job. I mean, this is what you guys were doing. You were just doing manual timing. uh,
1: We had the photo seller and the the computers, and then uh, you introduce all these in the the computer, and then you have the the, the standings and so on. Uh, Wow. Manually, uh, manually you, you had to spot the number, for example, and uh, that was uh, what I call the hero time. So of course then we introduced the transponder, for example, in the cars.
0: Right.
1: Uh, and now it's it's all automatic, but uh, this was uh, these were, were nice times.
0: Amazing, amazing. Now, again, it, and so this came out of, you know, that because you were doing some of this for Olivetti, you, this is sort of you almost inherited the deal or you inherited uh, the, the role or how, how can you visualize that? I mean, at the time, uh, not only
1: Olivetti, oh, oh, also other companies, they were very active. Uh, they were uh, providing uh, the so-called value-kind the services uh, to these uh, sport organizations mainly, uh, as a sponsor uh, in exchange uh, of advertising on TV, right. on, uh, on- on the stadium and so on, so uh, we were a small company at the time, so Olivetti started to do all the alpine skiing, then uh, uh, as I said Formula One, then they made MotoGP, and uh, and, uh, and so we were very busy just to follow Olivetti in all these kind of things, and then Athletics World Championship, uh, we made the first World Championship in, in Rome 87. Uh, yes Rome seven was yes. So we were very very busy to, to design software to do it because uh, we uh, I would say we, we modernized the way to, to to provide the result system and timing in Formula one and, 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 and in many other sports. So at that time we were fully working for Olivetti let's right. say first decade
0: okay. and
1: creating this new way to, to time uh, for timing and results.
0: Okay, got it. That makes sense. Makes sense, right? So you basically were they sort of subcontracting it out to you, and yeah, and then right. on the back of it, you were running it. right?
1: I would say we were uh, half entrepreneur because we were not really looking forward to 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 for other clients and so on. At at, at the time, we were too busy to just to follow all the demand and to grow to to right. serve yeah. serve. Them. The
0: demand of yeah. Well that's a nice way that's a good way to start it, having a big client. Uh you know, yes. this sounds like you know what, what we had with WWE, that was our big client when we started and then just grew on from that. Uh yeah. now, you know, so that was how many years is that the the first how many years was was it really mostly sort of olivetti and then you started to, you know, take on other clients and, and grow from there. Let's say if we stick still stick to the first decade here a little bit, uh, you know, eighty six, ninety five.
1: It's always difficult to remember the exact dates, but uh, that, that was happening. And then at a certain point, uh, as all the big computer firm, they Olivetti got in crisis, so they suddenly had, had to, 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 to go out of sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Things is the thing is that uh, services that in some way were uh, nice to have uh, when Olivetti started a sponsorship, uh, uh, become a a must-have for the sports organization and so on. So that's where we started to become, I I say, to become entrepreneurs. So we have to, 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 to start doing phone call, do you need our services? Or we were approached by, by some organizations. Yeah, so right. we were in this, with Formula One that at the end decided instead to, to, to to they wanted to buy us, but at the end we didn't want it to sell. So they decided to, to create their own internal services while uh, we made a deal with MotoGP for, for the following years to provide the timing and, and the results. We continue for other sponsors like Tagoyer to do timing uh, in, mm-hmm. uh, in My Skin uh, Formula uh, in Athletics with Epson. So, we started to to, to to work for multiple clients, uh, almost doing the same services because I'm I'm still talking of uh, before, uh, let's say be, before internet.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is way. You know, this is definitely we're still in the in the 80s and 90s here at the moment, where the internet boom hasn't really come in yet. Um, so it is as you said, still very manual and right. So there's.
1: Well, the ten years where somebody's asking me what was your vision. I mean, my vision was having fun at the time. <laughs> so I, I still, love it. But some, uh, I mean, we all we are working. Let's do this because it's fun, and then at a certain point, we will uh, we will look for we will look around for a serious job. Right, While right. Uh, that has become the job of my life.
0: Yeah. No, and look, I mean, I I can imagine you know being around Formula One and and Alpine race ski races around the world and 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 some of the other ones, MotoGP you mentioned already, uh, that can be a lot of fun, and and if it makes some money too, you know, and hopefully it did at that time already, uh, you know, as you said, you can have plenty of fun there, and and uh, this you know it can be very uh, very uh, an enjoyable time there. So so the first ten years was really that. Um, you know, wh- what time do you did you sort of start to realize, okay? there is much more to it, um, and we can expand our services, you know, let's say, later 90s, you know, the internet started to pop up. And, and of course, things change dramatically, right? The, the way content is now being distributed and, and so on. Uh, how did that sort of happen for you? You know, where was sort of that aha moment you had?
1: Yeah, that was the well, more or less the first decade It's always difficult to cut exactly a decade, but that right. was the first. Okay. Then, uh, and at the end of 95, uh, I was checking uh, we were uh, 40 people. So still, not so small, but still a small company. Yeah, uh,
0: it's good size.
1: The real change, uh, in my opinion, has been uh, the, in the second decade. Uh, uh, there was, uh, first of all, there was a generic growth of right values in sport. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, brought, uh, you know, very well, that brought uh, to... Uh, an increased professionalism in the services to be provided because uh, uh, broadcasters started to pay good amount of money, so they wanted also an exchange of good services. But uh, uh, what changed uh, really as uh, at the time was uh, football, the growth of writing football, okay. creation of Champions League. Right. So we were uh, we were on the start. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: How I mean, we never. You have to think that we never we never. Uh, we never managed a match of football so we were at uh, the first match of football we managed was a match of champions league okay. why this uh, because uh, team marketing uh, on behalf of UEFA was uh, creating this contest of Champions right. league they wanted really you know very well the excellence uh, in everything and yeah. uh, they wanted to introduce uh, the, the the concept of a central result system in uh, football that means uh, in as matches were, were playing, uh, were played simultaneously. They wanted the uh, each match uh, commentators uh, and press and, and, and even public uh,
0: to know about uh, results and statistics. What uh, going on and the, the other matches, matches. right? Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, they nobody was doing it, uh, and uh, and uh, at a certain point, I got in, uh, it, I was called by Paul Bristow, that you may know, that uh, was a. Uh, he was uh, working now in team. Before he was working for uh, IF for athletics. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want athletics, uh, is uh, a similar concept because in athletics you have uh, six, seven events happening at the same time. You have high jump, long jump, uh, and, right. and so. So we had some sort of concept of a result system. Right. So we started talking about that, and so and we create, We ended up creating the first uh, central system. It was right. not as because Champions League uh, was played simultaneously in eight venues across uh, Europe at the time. Now it's in 16, but before uh, on the Star Wars eight venues and, uh, and uh, no, no company was big enough to do this. So we were coordinating uh, four other companies, one, one English, one German, one Belgium and uh, ourselves uh, mm-hmm. uh, as a central system and then to produce TV graphics and so on. And that's how we started uh, the Champions League. Right. We are still doing it now. We're creating the concept, we created the concept of uh, central as a system. The first match uh, uh, day was a disaster, nothing worked, <laughs> but really it was, the center system was working, uh, really uh, we didn't make enough uh, tests uh, and uh, we didn't instruct uh, well the operator of the other company on how to use the system, but uh, right. from the, sec- uh, so the second match day was a great success uh, and uh, I mean it, it's still a standard now.
0: Yeah, amazing. And I love this. I mean, this is how, again, you know, we're talking about what 25 years ago, uh, roughly or in the sort of ballpark. Um, and, and, yet you still have them as a client. Again, it also shows, I think, how you, I guess, continues to evolve and, 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 innovate, right? Um, that's an incredible achievement there. Um, so, so Champions League, of course, now you're in, now you're in, in, you know, you have this huge client with UEFA. Uh, and I'm assuming all of a sudden other leaks come to you and saying, "Hey, what are you doing there? Maybe we could use it, you know, as well." Is that sort of part of the growth story then, or or where did it lead from yeah, there? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, first of all, I have to say that uh, that. Uh, uh, Team marketing and the way to manage Champions League, they had a, a, a big effect. Uh, they were so professional, so well organized that uh, they they had a big effect on, 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 on the Delta Tre on how we manage things. We mm-hmm. learned that the the, the, um, the stress for details, uh, the attention to, to, to everything from them, and I, I think it's still part of the value of the company now. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you to to, to, to these initial times of team because it's been really a great school for us. Then, of Mm. course, we set a standard. Champions League set a standard in the world for certain things. And then, uh, hopefully, um, uh, at the end, uh, FIFA uh, knocked on our doors uh, to do the same service uh, in the World Cup. So we started doing it from 2000, uh, Japan-Korea. There. And, uh, and and then hero and then and then there was uh, internet coming. Uh, two, two, on the technology side of po- po- uh, point of view, two big things happened. Uh, one, uh, of course, uh, internet uh, coming on board. Then I talk about that, but also the PC. Mm-hmm. PC, camping, uh, you know, uh, that's an example I always do uh, in uh, in uh, to to my to my people uh, about uh, be uh, be constant uh, const- constantly discussing our assumption. When we started uh, this job of TV graphics in Champions League, uh, mm. you know, you, you know very well the broadca- broadcaster were looking at the PC as uh, at all, not really professional, right? So there was uh, two companies still using the classical TV graphics devices at the time. I remember there was Aston, uh, there was Chiron, uh, these classical professional devices. Uh, Chiron still there, but they moved all to the PC. And then there was two companies using the toys. Uh, that was us, uh, PC, uh, and another company. And uh, we were always looked uh, like uh, the, 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 yes, uh, pff, the strange guys <laughs> using this. So- uh,
0: the crazy ones.
1: Because <laughs> it has always been done in this way, in a professional way. But uh, in three years, uh, we, we got all the, the, the Champions League because uh, they, they they the toy becomes the best way to provide the services. So what I always say to my people, if you have done something for 10 years well, doesn't mean that, that this is still good for the next 10, 10 years. So absolutely. Always- always uh, start from a blank uh, sheet of paper, because the risk when you are so long in the business is to assume that what was good four, five years ago is still good now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and exactly. And, and I love that. Uh, you know, I mean, we could pick this up, this part of the conversation anywhere in your 35 35- years here um how do you do this i mean how do you always you know i i use the uh, the famous line but from wayne gretzky right how do you know where the puck is going and not where the puck is now i mean that in especially in the fast moving space that you're in uh this is i, I can only imagine how hard that is how, how do you do this i mean is you know uh, what's the secret what's the secret sauce here if you can share <laughs>
1: There's no secret. Now it's more difficult because there are so many, so many different things, but uh, uh, let's say uh, more than a secret, uh, we have an advantage. We are working, we have always been working for the lead properties in the world, and they are the first to experiment, they are the first to thinking where to go and so on. That's one thing. Right. the second we are now present in four continents and that means that uh, we are able to to, to, to follow the trends uh, in the various continent and to apply trends from one continent to the other because it's not exactly the same the, the way to to use uh, to use uh, uh, sport in their time in each yeah. continent
0: absolutely
1: and uh, and again uh, because uh, we have uh, over 60 nationality uh, among our staff uh, we, we we are able to To hear, we have a lot of diversity, so we are able to to hear different cultures, different point of view. So the blend of of all these uh, with the expertise of many years in this, so there's no special secret, but there is a big uh, advantages in in our position.
0: Yeah, I like this. I like that. I like the yeah the the, the working of course with the top end of the of the industry, and they push you to get better too, right? That's sort of I think what you're saying, right?
1: And you are constantly compared uh, with the competition and so on. So competition is always good.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, no, for,
1: for who suffer is but it's, go, it's good to keep you ahead of the, uh, of the business.
0: And, you know, absolutely. And, and look, I'm, I'm certain that is as amazing and, and successful you've been, you didn't win everything, right? I'm sure there have been times where someone beat you, or I'm assuming at least. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, so... You know, you know, and let's you know, we are currently sort of hanging around the second decade here, and and we'll definitely talk a bit about internet in a minute here. But just on a general sense, um, you know, how do you, you know, you know, what would be something where you would consider, you know, this was one of your biggest wins. Obviously, your champion's six clearly was, but it almost sounded like there wasn't really competition at that time, right? It wasn't so much you won something because you were the, you know, you you were the only one out there maybe at that time, right? Um, you know. Not really. As I no. said to you, we were, four, we were four companies. We were four companies doing Champions League. The, the first cycle of Champions oh, League right.
1: has been company. team was assigning uh, different... Uh, For
0: different territories. Different,
1: so very keen to, to because that was a, a new thing. In the past, uh, the broadcasters uh, wanted to do their own TV graphics and so right, on. Right, right. Uh, and uh, because Champions League was uh, uh, the same... Uh, uh, the same look and feel, uh, whether the match is played in Kiev or the match is played in Italy or in England, they wanted to introduce and to force uh, to broadcaster, uh, the right. common brand uh, and right. common graphics for everybody, even yep. to sell the sponsorship and so on. So they, on the start, they wanted uh, really to broadcast to be comfortable. So in Germany, to have a German company, in England uh, to have an English company right. and, and so on. So they on the start, we were for, but after three years, and because the central sales system became quite important, it was uh, too complicated for them to handle four companies. So they they, they, they that was the first RFP they mm. managed okay. to, to, among the company for somebody to take uh, to take on board the full project, uh, and uh, among the four companies, we won it. Uh, the,
0: you then ended up winning. Okay, cool. Well, wow, that, that yeah, is a big I'm win, Yeah.
1: We are starting from a blank sheet compared to others that we are already doing TV graphics football for for many years. That, that has been an advantage mm. because we were able to start from the new technologies and so on. Yeah,
0: amazing. Now let's talk internet. You know, so again, sort of late uh, late uh, nineties, early two thousands, we have both a boom and then, of course, a bust. And but uh, since then, of course, the internet has changed everyone's life on on so many levels. Um, How did it change the company's life and focus?
1: Yeah at the end again uh, you know how this thing starts at the end was more a toy than a real uh, uh, business uh, but uh, again uh, this is an example on working with these major properties is an advantage uh, in uh, I remember the in the 90s Four, if I remember well, we've done the first uh, uh, website uh, with uh, onla- online results. It was uh, in uh, Gothenburg for the World Championship in Athletics, and okay. the was yeah, At the end, the Telia was uh, at the time Telia was a big uh, technology company, mm-hmm. and they wanted to prove the world the power, the power of internet, and so on. So that was, uh, I, as far as I know, that was the first uh, uh, result system uh, real time on the internet it was a success. And then uh, we convinced the WEFA. I mean, at the time you had to explain to the people what was internet. So we we created the first WEFA.com and then uh, IIIF.org and then, of course, uh, all... all, uh, that was slowly uh, the 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 expansion of this that uh, you know very well because you were working was not generating really money at that time, yeah. but uh, was uh, starting for the major uh, property was starting the, to be a must have and and that's where we, we started that at a certain point this become uh, big because I remember at a certain point uh, uh, from free uh, for people dedicated to this in wefa.com uh, at a certain point wefa decided to invest heavily in that and we become uh, 30 40 people dedicated all just, year to a right. big, big jump and uh, and uh, and that's uh, that, that's the second decade uh, the growth uh, in uh, football especially in uh, among all, all other sports and uh, and uh, and the, the the start of internet it was were still uh, Let's say it was well, early time internet. it was still quite slow, so we are still not talking about streaming uh, or or mobile.
0: It was sure. internet.
1: It was just
0: yeah, content and and results and and graphics et cetera. That's right. Yeah, th- this was obviously the days of when when these all these portals to start up popping up there. Right? Um, did you ever uh, you know w- was was it always very clear that you wanted to be a service provider? and not be on the front end so you you never had you know had the thought of okay why don't i become the zone right in a sense um or or you know spot cal or all these ones which existed over the years here uh, it was always clear no, no no we are going to be providing the service or what, what, yeah, that, that,
1: that, that's all that's always been a, a choice for, from us we, we discussed uh, these uh, sometimes and so on but at the end uh, uh, we didn't want it to be in competition with our clients. As uh, you said at the start, uh, we are constantly behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know that very often uh, some, somebody is asking me, uh, why do you not uh, advertise more the job you do and so on? And uh, the, the first answer is that I cannot because uh, in many contracts I have, I cannot even say to my mother that I'm working for this property or for
0: myself.
1: <laughs> right. And because... Uh, you, you, uh, many sponsors pay a fortune to be associated with the brand and and uh, so it is quite logical so it's 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 uh, that's our job
0: yeah well i know it's great and and i i think that's great to st- stick to it and as you clearly your success has shown that that it, it works um so you know before we sort of move into the third decade here um how many people are you now at that time and, and just the sense scale and size of the business now you've been around for 20 years which is already is amazing um but give us give us an idea of the size at that time
1: well at that time uh i, I checked it uh, and in 2005 uh, we were 110 employees two
0: 110 offices people okay Sorry. two offices
1: uh, and one in london and uh, so we, st- we, we were starting to, to, to grow, but uh, uh, let's say, to, to just to set the stage for the third decade, we were still dependent from too few clients. We had uh, two, three big clients. Mm-hmm. We, we have our main client. Uh, FIFA was started to be a good client. We still have uh, some other uh, client like IAAF uh, and um, so, uh, MotoGP. Instead, uh, they decided uh, to, to 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 follow Formula One and to do to do it internally. So, plenty of work from UEFA because at the same time WEFA was also uh, was also uh, developing as a project like the video, the first video libraries, uh, and and so on. But uh, um, On the business point of view, the company was too much dependent from too few clients. Mm.
0: Yeah, and that's a you know I I know that feeling, (laughs) as well, Um, and and that's a challenge, right? It's a good thing when you have them, right, because they're amazing clients. But uh, you know, obviously, what happens when you lose them, and and, and that's actually sort of a a question I'd like to dig a bit in there. Is you know. I'm sure the those two decades weren't all smooth, you know, and if they were you know I take my head off, but uh, like most businesses, you'll go through it in cycles, as I said, you win some business sometimes you lose some business, yeah, external challenges are there brought into the business, right you extend yourself a bit much you you go after things you um and then realize later it didn't work or you know, economies like you know, in the two, early 2000s, we had the internet bust. Obviously, you know, a lot of advertising dollars disappeared, and and companies were suffering. What, how would you, and if you just look at the first couple of decades, or so was it was it just purely smooth sailing and everything was working nicely, you're making money, and then just kept growing, or were there moments where you went, "Oops, this is uh, this is not working"?
1: Well, uh, I have to say that they, they were too to a decade because the business was growing too much. So fast that really, also our clients they were not were not really looking for competition to 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 lower down prices. So on. they were just looking for somebody able to serve all their needs. Right. And uh, yes, there is, there's been the moment when Olivetti went out of the business that we have to learn to become entrepreneur because before we were we were we were really an entrepreneur of Olivetti. So we have we have to start to learn to call clients and so on. So that has been the first. Uh, uh, let's say, uh, wake up call, mm. then of course uh, the, the business we were is still going on now, but uh, when you are 20 people, you don't care too much. Uh, when you start to be a company of uh, 100 people with the yeah. uh, cost, enough, you start asking yourself uh, where, where I'm going
0: long term. Mm. Exactly. So, well, that's not- a lot of overhead there. You got, uh, you're feeding a lot of mouths now sorry you, you, you you're feeding a lot of people now right at 100 we have hundred staff that's a, that's a in, in in these places that's not that's a large overhead right and you first have to bring that in before you take a dollar out
1: exactly and uh, you start to think not anymore to what happens next month but what happens in two three four years that, 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 that that's I also change as entrepreneur yeah. in some way
0: yeah yeah i i'm I'm certain that your own personal journey of how to grow up and how you have to manage the company completely different from as I said a few friends to hundreds of people now thousands of people all around the world uh, is a very different style um how have you personally sort of adapted to that you know is it just you know by gut feel or or you have a mentor or there is you know books you read or how did you grow in your own way
1: well uh- I used to say that if somebody reads my CV, it's very boring because uh, uh, founder and CEO of Delta Tre for, for all my life. <laughs> but uh, in effect, uh, in Delta Tre, I've been doing uh, many, many different jobs because, at the start, I was a programmer. So I made uh, the first uh, software to, to 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 manage result system and timing information. And, uh, and many other things, then I become a project manager because I, I, without knowing the terms, I was really the first project manager in Champions League right. and so on. And then uh, slowly I had to become, uh, to, to go out from my software uh, skills and uh, to become, uh, to start doing really the CEO of mm-hmm. the company. I, mean, I was the CEO together with my partner uh, at the time then we were to partner with Luca Marini. Uh, by the way, now he's retired, but my but his son Andrea Marino is my deputy, so it's still it's still some in some way uh, a family business in, yes. in, in with the new Warner, too. And uh, Luca was more following uh, the let's say the back office part, administration, human resources. Why I was uh, doing the really business development uh, and and and, and, uh, and and the other parts uh, and the, the commercial part and so on. So mm-hmm. I you know, I never. Uh, I learned on the on the spot. Of course, I had mentors. Uh, with uh, I I was lucky to to meet uh, so many good uh, people and 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 companies. Uh, I was mentioning team, uh, but other I, I people that I'm sure I, I grabbed something from 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 anybody.
0: Right, right.
1: Uh, and uh, yes. Uh, uh, I had great people, so the first the first quality is to be to be to be to have around you great people, and you start to delegate and to trust more and more the people, and you learn on the spot. So I I never been a big fan of books.
0: Okay, uh, that's great. You're learning on the job, and that's that's uh, that's a great way of doing it because you know you're coming from a uh, you know computer science background. That, that's not a business degree in a sense, right? I'm assuming you know. So some of the business tricks, I guess, you really had to learn uh, uh, while doing it, right?
1: Yeah, no, and that's why it probably took 40 years to, to, to arrive <laughs> Right. <laughs> <You're>
0: still <laughs> learning. Thought. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I yes. think we're all on. Yeah. I love that. To, to put
1: a question mark on the assumption on which you base your decision. Are they true or not? That's, that has been my, I mean, my mantra, if you want, or to One is this, and the other is uh, for every for every single uh, task, there is probably somebody better than me doing this. So I, I, I'm a good delegator, I would say. Right,
0: right. Yeah, that's fantastic, and and again, that you know, as I said, having built my own company and been and that been around for almost twenty five years. Um, I know how it feels. It's it's uh, it's not easy to let go, right? And let other people do things at the same time. That's the only way to grow, right? If you're trying to keep yeah. it all yourself, you're never going to get to a thousand people, obviously, um, or a hundred even. So, now that, let's uh, dig a bit around the the third decade here, right? So now we are 2006. Uh, Internet is pretty well established. Now social media is starting to show up, right? The facebooks and others are coming all over the place, and, and again, things are quite you know changing quite dramatically of how content is distributed. You know, we have, uh, you, you know, YouTube all of a sudden out there and, you know, we're still not really talking OTT yet. That comes a little bit later. But, uh, you know, so what is it really what you guys were doing in the in the third decade?
1: Yeah, the third decade has been a real transformation. Uh, just to give you some fact, uh, uh, in the third decade, we we, we, we moved from five uh, important clients to 70 clients uh, wow. in the two- from uh, 109 people to 550 employees uh, at the end of the decade. So that has been a really transformational. Oh, huge. Uh, what has been the driver of transformation, as you say, mobile streaming coming on board, uh, clients expansion, uh, we invested in product uh, and, uh, and we also had external investment, but let's go in order. Uh, if I have to to name a big project uh, that we started uh, in this decade, we were continuing all the uh, other project football and so on. They were still growing and so on. But uh, mm. uh, streaming NBC, you know, NBC, they yep. pay for for the rights of of Champions League, they uh, of, of Olympics, sorry, yep. and uh, but they they had one channel. And the Olympics sometimes we, you have a twenty six uh, simultaneous yes. events. So they decided to create the first—I uh, don't know—at the time I was not calling OTT the first streaming website for Olympics in Beijing 2008. Yeah, 2008 right, and uh, I'm still very proud of this. An American company uh, looking at the world who can provide these services—they—they they ended up assigning us uh, this, this this service. Wow. So, we, we, we developed the first uh, Olympic streaming services uh, where it was possible to see live uh, all the 20 up to 26 uh, sport events simultaneously together with the, all the results in real time and so on. Yeah, yeah. That was
0: a huge project. Yeah, yeah, massive
1: that, uh, that uh, uh, of course, uh, NBC, they were doing their part, they were doing all the video encoding and so on, because they were the job, but we were doing all the front end, we are doing all the results uh, in real time and so on. And uh, mm-hmm. that uh, set, again, a standard, because, uh, uh, by the way, just to say, uh, NBC was very afraid to... to 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 with these services to not uh, remove uh, audience uh, to the traditional broadcast channel because that's where the money was the money is so- yeah. We had some event that were black, blackened, blacklisted, mm. so that you can have on internet, but then they find out uh, for, for statistics that people on internet were, were also more engaged on the broadcast channel. So uh, in, in the following games, they, they haven't done it. So it's mm. not true that internet was removing audience to broadcast, but it was complementary in some way. Yeah.
0: And I, funny, I sort I of vaguely now when you're talking about it, I actually remember that uh, reading about it and and during those times I was at the Olympics as well there, uh, and I do remember this was a it was a big moment for the industry for sure, um so that that again that's another sort of watershed I guess for the company creating that um, at at such a level, um, what was sort of the next job then coming out of it you know who who looked at this and went okay great that worked for the Olympics which is you know more of a one-off event, how do you now turn this you know do it for leagues or for other tournaments, what was the sort of you know the next step here?
1: Well, first of all, that's creating, uh, let's say, a new standard for Olympics, and uh, as a matter of fact, in the, in the 2012, London Olympics, uh, what have been called the real digital, uh, the, the, the real first digital Olympics, I mm. think. Uh, Made a big part of it because we were in charge of the official application. We were in charge of the London website. We were uh, in charge uh, of the, a similar service to the one on NBC for several broadcasts around the world. Right. We also streamed on YouTube uh, in uh, 60 countries or, or, or something around the world uh, on behalf of the Olympic uh, or the Olympic uh, Committee, where they not, have not been able to solve. Right, so that has been really transformational. Mm. Uh, Just to give you an idea, from uh, in uh, there was always a a separate website, a separate service for the press during these big events. Right after Olympics, it was decided to not do it anymore because even journalists and so on they were all using our application.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay, so they just feed this. You feed this into the into the press room or press center.
1: And so this uh, this was really transformational and uh, and. that 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 was that was a, a key part. The, for us, the second big uh, big initiative uh, has been uh, okay. We want uh, we want to expand uh, our clients. You remember I was saying yep. we were creating to few clients. How to do is uh, the point of, of start is uh, the, the starting point was yes uh, we are very good in huge project but. Uh, uh, there's there not plenty on clients able to pay 1,000, 2,000 main days for a website to have all tailored by the so on. Yeah. So we have uh, to invest in, uh, we call it product in the sense that. Um, I have to put uh, in common the development that I can do for several clients uh, so that I'm able to deliver uh, a good uh, a good product uh, with hundreds of mandates and not dozen mandates so that my prices are more affordable to let's say not tier zero but year one property and so on and that's right. what we have done.
0: Right. We have
1: done we, we have a mistake because it's not easy to, uh, to to change the culture of a company from a service only to a product company. we are still we are still on the journey I, I would say. But uh, this has been a success, and this is what allowed us to 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 to, to move to so many clients.
0: Got it. Yeah, it makes complete sense. So uh, yeah, let's just have a look. Which were some of the new clients? Then you know what sort of sports? Many clients, and-
1: I mean, at the end, our clients are who own rights or who buy rights. So right. either big uh, sport properties, and or uh, they started to be a lot of broadcasters. Okay. Broadcasters. They started to have the need also to serve uh, on uh, on uh, on the social media or, or 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 on internet and so on with their clients uh, with mm-hmm. complementary information and so on, and therefore they, they come to us uh, for, for for these things or. Um, Several ones wanted to have their own uh, TV graphics and so on. They, each, match have a, each match of football have a, have a two, three hours of post-show matches where they need additional services and so on. So these were uh, the, the, main, the main clients together with other. But I would say we expanded more in broadcaster field than in properties. There are not uh, enormous quantity of properties that uh, that uh, that can afford uh, at the time that could afford ourselves
0: yeah and in terms of uh, let's let's look at it geographically um, again being company coming out of Italy I'm assuming most of the business initially at least was all very European focused right and we talked about it already right football and even F1 I guess at that time was a very European sport. Um, how do you kind of, how did you grow over those three decades globally you know when did you start to pick up really pieces in in the US you mentioned of course N- uh, NBC earlier with the Olympics um, how about Asia or other parts of the world?
1: Well, Asia, we were not a very uh, we were not very active at the time. Let's say the, the expansion outside Europe has been really in the, in uh, in the third uh, in the third decade uh, when when Bruin came on came on board. We were already okay. clients from Asia from Europe, but uh, I mean, Epson was a client from Asia and so on. But they were mostly connected uh, to sport events uh, happening around the world. Okay. So, of course, if I have a uh, World Championships in Tokyo it's an activity
0: in Asia, but it's still like the client was still a federation based in Europe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Um, Interesting. So now, so again, you know, we're, we're talking a big change here in terms of now servicing multiple clients or, you know, you said up to 70 clients now, all of a sudden much smaller ones in some cases. So it's a very different type of business Uh, requires probably a lot more people. Like you said, right, you went up to what, 500 or so, Um, you know, different margins and all that stuff. Now, Till now, and, and this is obviously where we're coming to our buddies from Bruins Capital here at Sports Capital, um, up to this point in time, all your growth was always internally funded. Um, you, you basically you know made money, you kept reinvesting, or did you ever have to bring funding in or from the outside already, or was it the first time when, only when Bruins came in? Up to
1: 2008, uh, it was all internally funded, and, uh, and uh, w- w- we always have uh, – a- We were lucky to work with very good clients, paying on time, paying with good margins, so we were able to fund very well all our products and so on. Uh, However, coming to this side, we were starting to to think we cannot really continue to grow just organically. We have to start thinking to acquisition and so on. Mm and myself and luca uh, we were also seeing that uh, in some way we were a little bit uh, a little bit uh, too risk adverse that is a good thing but uh, mm-hmm. in- you also have to take risk and uh, and we investigating a little bit why this and and uh, in some way we were not ready to to, to risk uh, when you do a big acquisition or acquisition you, you 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 take some risk some rewards if things go well but some risks so yeah. we are seeing that uh, uh, we needed to separate in some way our personal uh, risk profile from the company risk profile and mm-hmm. that's where we decided to sell a stake of the company so that in some way we monetize a little bit what we have built so that our, let's say, personal uh, personal risk profile would have been separated from the company risk profile. I mean, the risk profile, our risk profile is always very prudent at the end. We are in a part of Italy that is very prudent
0: uh, <laughs> that's great so 2008 and you had a, you had an investor or or let's say eight, uh, someone so coming in
1: investor that was called the media content that was an investor invested in Italy in uh, in all the audio visa things so they had uh, Obi-Wan companies uh, they had uh, uh, advertising yeah company and they wanted to, to enter also the, let's say the digital part mm-hmm. they, they they made us a very good offer we wanted to keep the control of the company they needed the, the 51 because they were a stock quoted company so we found a way where we, we, we were in control of the board but they bought the 51 percent of the company. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, in some way, uh, the the goal was that uh, we would have done many other acquisitions to grow the company and so on. But uh, it happened as in 2008. So uh, three months or five months after we signed uh, the final deal, there was the big uh,
0: global crisis,
1: and. I have to say that uh, we didn't suffer it a lot. Our business continued to grow, but the rest of the companies of this media group, they went in big crisis. So in the following four years, uh, instead of being the group uh, supporting us in new acquisition, we have been supporting the group to survive uh, uh, distributing 90% of the dividend created by Delta Tre. Wow, okay. Now with painting we have, we were able anyway to to, to to grow quite a lot. So that's that's gives you the idea of the, even of the resilience of the sport because yes. uh, at the end at the end uh, the two thousand eight uh, it didn't affect us a lot.
0: Amazing. No, no, I love that Uh, and and I'm so happy to hear that because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of other people suffered, of course, the same way they're suffering now, but we'll get to that later a bit. Uh, So, you know, so now, you know, and I really love to, you know, I want to move into sort of a bit the last, I guess, let's call it five, six years here. Um, you know, uh, you know, we've covered three decades, and I'm sure there's a lot more to it. I mean, we could spend hours probably just yeah, <laughs> dealing with the first three decades alone, <laughs> but uh, you do you guys are doing so much amazing things right now uh, that I really want to make sure we we have a chance to talk about it. But let, let's start off with Bruins, right? So, uh, what was uh, when did they come in again? Uh, um, this was what 2016 or is that correct when they joined you? Or yeah, I think,
1: yes, in fact right, it was 2016. Uh, this uh, is a as part of the agreement with the media, Co- Co- media content group that acquired us, uh, and we were supporting them for Maria, we agreed with them that they should have sold their stake in data track. So we went to the market, uh, we, we, we 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 made a process, a sales process, and. Uh, Brewing was just created, so I met uh, for the first time uh, George Pine uh, here in Torino, uh, an amazing guy, yep. an amazing guy, and uh, we, we we get along uh, immediately together very well, and uh, and, um, and that's how they came aboard. They made a good offer. We, we we remain in the, with a 25% uh, stake uh, in Delta Thread. My agreement with George uh, is that uh, I would uh, continue to do the the CEO at least uh, for five years. Now is is uh, already six, and I I continue to do the CEO. Right. But uh, that's, uh, on the contrary of Mediacon, that that has been a very fortunate uh, and, and good partner. First of all, because uh, George is very known in America, and uh, and uh, and. Uh, and the fact that we are now owned from Americans opened up much more the market. I, I can understand in some way. I mean, for somebody in Los Angeles uh, to relay his property to some uh, to a company in Italy is psychologically not. <laughs> not-, <laughs>
0: it's not so easy. So yes.
1: known, but we were only not for things like Olympics and so on. And uh, uh, you know, I, I don't say that it's a green field, but... Uh, it, it also, if you think it also happened for the GSM. So in Europe, uh, Europe is much more complex than the United States. It's a similar market, but uh, you have to manage different languages. Uh, you have to manage other, uh, very different broadcasters uh, for uh, for, uh, for the same events and so on. Right. So difficulties uh, we have to face uh, to solve uh, for our client in Europe uh, uh, in some way, gave us an advantage on the market of United States because uh, in some way we were more sophisticated than many companies in America because they didn't have to face all this problem. America, you have a big mar- a market bigger than Europe, all speaking the same language, uh, all buying the same rights, and so on. So uh, yeah, yeah. in some way, we brought uh, this. Uh, ca- that's that's referred to what I mentioned advantage to be in different countries. So we brought a culture. Uh, that was not present in the United States, and that's how it was together with uh, the, the contact of George and the fact we are on America to, to really explode in the United States because if you think that now we manage uh, three of the bigger property uh, in sport in, uh, in the United States, there are five at the end, so no, no, not many left
0: yeah we, amazing so when it so before uh the deal with bruin's capital you had already offices or you had people in in the u s on the ground but clearly not on anywhere near the level of what you're doing now right i'm assuming
1: no we didn't have. Oh, any you didn't board. have
0: oh right so you did nothing okay so so it really started then with with b c b s c coming in um setting so where where uh, and so what was the first client you were able then to secure um of all the ones you currently have
1: uh the n f l the NFL, NFL Game, NFL game Pass. Uh, that, that then, uh, still with NFL, uh, we, we, we we develop a project to 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 manage all the, the the website of all the clubs, uh, and then the website at the NFL.com. Mm. Then we made the same uh, si- very similar business with MLB. We are now managing over 200 uh, uh, website of uh, of the various clubs and property of MLB plus MLB.com. Wow. And uh, you may have read that now we are doing the same with MSL. Right. And, uh, and, and so, and then, so in
0: this case, these are you managing the the sites, the website of the clubs. This is that part of the business.
1: Yes, because we have a product uh, that is called uh, Forge, uh, and, uh, that have a, that have the possibility to manage uh, with the same uh, with the same infrastructure to manage uh, all the, the the properties of of a of a federation of a property and so on. And that, uh, if you want, is quite recurrent in the sport that uh, that uh, you are a federation, then you have uh, your own clubs. Uh, uh, you are a league, you have your own clubs, or if you are a federation, you have your own nation. So we 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 solve these uh, these uh, these, uh, and we are cost competitive uh, with with this uh, solution, and that has been very successful uh, in many parts of the world, including United States. Right,
0: and, and that's really again, you know, I, I want to stay there for a minute here. Um, you have another platform called M Tribes, right, which is a, a SaaS platform again, real time uh, database, UIX decision making, etc. You know so it looks like to me that you are really constantly developing um, products and services uh, which you then can roll out into 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 different you know sports or, or across different leagues etc would that be a good way to look at it or
1: yeah I mean uh, in the meantime uh, to to Beijing and tribes uh, we, we have uh, we have to go from the fact that we 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 enter also the OTt world the Ott yeah. has been if you want, in the last decade, the OTT has become the, the real growing trend. Right. Uh, when, uh, when I remember, and sometimes George is reminding me, when we made the business plan, when Bruin acquired us, uh, there was a very little budget for OTT because was still not, uh, at least in Europe, still not there, and right. uh, and. Uh, now ott is a 50% of our business right. so growth has been incredible and 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 it's it's and that's also what brought us to acquire massive yep. uh, massive we were very we were started to do this ott in sport difficult because live events and so on but several many of our clients are broadcasters and they were coming to us saying uh, look, uh, you sold the, the most difficult part, uh, that is the live events and so on. But uh, we also have uh, the the movie channel, we have uh, the the, the uh, 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 children channel and so on. So we need mm-hmm. uh, we need a option also for that. Massive was specialized in entertainment and in the user that is very important. in UXD, in user experience and so on, and that brought us to acquire Massive, and yes. Just to explain, uh, my, while uh, we, we, we are investing product, but we still have a culture of the services uh, to our clients. Uh, we know how to apply technology in sport. Mm-hmm. Massive was uh, a company much more uh, product-oriented. So one of the reasons we bought Massive is also to introduce this product culture together with our service culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, uh, and that was our, mass, was in our investment uh, in OTT. So M-Tribes, I mean, we have... Uh, several products in OTT, we have the diva that is the video player with the stats and so on. We have uh, access that is providing the video experience, but uh, in uh, when you move in, a, let's say, subscribed uh, properties where clients uh, pay subscription, it's all about uh, keeping the clients, uh, having them renewal, the subscription, uh, having new clients subscribe and so on. And so m tribes uh, in some way is a way to... Uh, to create to understand the types of clients uh, every client uh, is acting as if, in a different way you want to intercept a client that is a uh, heavy user of your property maybe one hour a day on your property while uh, you want to intercept the client that is not connecting for quite long so it's, it's likely to go away if you don't do something or this kind of thing and Traps is collecting all this information and this uh, Providing, in, let's say, uh, indication to the application then uh, to maybe show you a different content, special offer or a different menu compared to some other guy that instead uh, uh, belongs to another truck. It's quite difficult to explain now in detail. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we, we'll maybe need another whole podcast on the technical side of that, but uh, uh, really interesting. Now, uh, here's a question. Um we launched an OTT platform in 2017. We were at that time it was called Sports Fix, you know, and we always always said so. It was like the Netflix of sports, which you know what we which people used to call it there, and you know and we had a good run for it for a couple of years, and unfortunately, kind of you know ran out of steam or out of money, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, and that's sort of where I had, you know, we actually were in discussions with you guys at that time with uh, Greg Harvey there out of the Singapore office. Um, and, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think you guys were a little expensive, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and maybe unfortunately we, we weren't able to afford you at that time. But um, what, what I – my point is more OTT is – at that time, the way I looked at it was um, – Not just a new technology, it was a completely new way of interacting with a fan, right? That is the part. It wasn't just saying, okay, now you watch it on your phone or you watch it wherever. But it was this whole concept of getting away from a linear broadcast environment to an environment where you as a fan really have full control or more control over it. Now that may be true, and I'm sure you, 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 might agree to that. What I, what it hasn't happened yet, really, and, and this is sort of where I'd love to hear your thought on is that the monetization in OTT is still where I feel the world is struggling, right? People, you know, when you had a pay TV operator, fine, you buy a set-top box, you pay max dollars a month, you have your 200 channels and, you know, and you sort of, you know, move on with life i haven't really seen anyone and even the biggest if you look at the zone right which clearly and, and i believe they're one of your clients too everyone still seems to be struggling to really come up with a strong monetization model why do you think is that and or you know where do you see is the solution to it
1: no i agree i agree and uh, and uh, and uh, uh, the model uh, of the suspicion model of dt is still not is still not there mm. my opinion uh, uh and we are seeing also from our kind, in my opinion, there are several, uh, it, it's still evolving. It, it will end up in, 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 in some way, but first of all, there is a, a limit to the number of subscription to various OTT you can do. How many subscriptions do you want to do? If you, have, you start to have uh, your, your Netflix, uh, your Amazon Prime, uh, and then uh, you may be a fan of a sport, but... There is a limit to this, and because the cost of delivering an OTT are still quite high to deliver, perception. so very often the number of subscriptions you can manage does not compensate for the cost. Right. So uh, it's true that OTT is a way to distribute much more content, because if you are a broadcaster, you can even be a PA TV broadcaster with 10 channels, but there is still a limit to what you can offer. And... Right even now people I mean yes live sport is still important but uh, nobody now uh, imagine to, to, to watch a movie uh, to sit down at nine o'clock because the movie starts at nine o'clock. we are all used to video on demand for this kind of things and in right. sport is to be let's the say there is a new content production that is available Ot that was not there. So it's, a, it's an evolving matter. What I see now what see happening is that instead the OTt is a need for every broadcaster. Because at the end, the broadcaster, are, I mean, if you think what is their original job is to be content aggregator mm-hmm. and to admit the content through their production and so on, they're good in that. Before, they were doing this just on linear channel. Now, every broadcaster has to complement their linear channel with their own OTT. And in effect, for example, now our major client in the United States is, is Sinclair, mm-hmm. that is, is a former Fox OTT and so on, and they're right. very successful. So, at the same time, uh, the the new things that OTT is bringing, in my opinion, is uh, much more content available because. If you go on NFL Game Pass and uh, you are uh, a, a hard fan on NFL, it's true that uh, that uh, you can follow live, but you may find, you may find live also on some channel. But you, you you find a ton of content. You can see the behind the scene of the training. You can see uh, special uh, production from an NFL uh, on coaches so on this kind of thing. So it's an occasion to deliver additional content. Uh, where all this is ending up I think I think uh, that uh, the properties uh, we have to organize uh, uh, themselves uh, to deliver different content uh, to different uh, uh, properties and on different media in every country. I, 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 I give you an example a, a good a good client uh, that we have exploring this is ATP and they were saying saying mm-hmm. me, you know, the broadcaster is not so keen, uh, uh, is not so worried uh, by the fact that uh, I have uh, a tennis TV, OTT in in the country where he buys rights. He is more worried that uh, some other broadcaster is buying rights because if uh, I am, uh, let's make an example, Sky TV, and I have the 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 the, 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 the tennis tournament in the country and uh, ATP have uh, uh, an OTT for hard funds uh, where they can find a uh, 1000 tournament uh, this is not really in competition okay. so that that can work so in my opinion uh, in the future uh, the, um, the various properties will have to be able to sell I don't know I'm in countries a piece of content can be bought by Amazon a piece of content can be bought by Sky a piece of content can be on my own OTT Right. and and, and uh, this will uh, so this concept of exclusivity I would put a question mark in the future
0: mm. yeah I agree, I agree and, and I'm a the
1: technological challenge because uh, if you think that I'm a property and I am, I must be able to produce content and to deliver content in a personalized way in 200 countries to maybe 3-4 potential buyers in each country you start having a problem to deliver different content to 1000 000- <laughs> Potential buying
0: the world, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree, and I do think, and again, different when I when we first started our own OTT. I, I felt there was a way um, for for content aggregation in OTT. Uh, I'm now actually to some degree. You know that might still be the case, and then I'd love to see with our buddies from the uh, zone where they go with their obviously platform and and, and the firepower they're bringing to it. Uh, but I also see really that I think at the end of the day, I think every every sport or at least you know let's say an aggregated version of a sport needs that direct to consumer engagement. Uh, you can't really sit around anymore because it is mean, a great example which is just going to happen here um the you know Euro's starting with it next week right and uh here in thailand where i am they have not done a broadcaster deal so I, I was i was surprised and i was you know normally they they promote lots of it on tv here right and so there was nothing i'm thinking that's just weird so i googled and and i said look so how do i watch you know euro in you know in thailand it says please download uefa.tv i'm like wow you know, in a in a country which is as football mad as Thailand is, they have not been able to place it, but at least because they have a platform. And I have not even figured out yet. I have not been able to see whether they will charge for it or they just stream it free, which I can't imagine actually. But to me, that is a great example, right? It's every country is changing constantly, right? Broadcasters are struggling. The pay operators are struggling. Uh, you know, free-to-air sometimes can't afford it anymore, um, and or you know, just you know, you know, governments change their ideas. Of you know, previously a lot of these Asian countries, you always had governments supporting FIFA and the World Cups, etc. The, the, the Euros, uh, even the Olympics, right? Same problem. The Olympics has a challenge in many countries in the world because it's so one-off, right? It shows up for two weeks, it's great, and then it disappears, which is very difficult for a pay-TV operator or anyone to really make money with it, right? Um, unless you find lots of ad dollars around it. So, so I think OTT has 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 to be there, has to stay, and and clearly you guys are on the back end of it. Providing the service, so there will be there should be plenty, yeah, plenty of business coming your way, there
1: No, no, it is really evolving, and, and you are right. And uh, if you think OTT can be, even be a good uh, negotiation tool for properties, because not in every country you have two, three broadcasters to buy your rights to play competitions, you can afford to say, to listen, below a certain amount, I go with my own OTT, and 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 that those my rights," and that's what's happening
0: absolutely yeah no, i i agree and and you know, we could probably spend again a lot of time there just just dissecting that part but um, i i think we're on the same page it, it is the future and and again what i sort of said earlier a bit to me it is not just that it delivers more content it is the interactivity inside, right so when we were building sports fakes the big vision always was that you you know you you sit there while you're watching a bit like what you see on Twitch now right where you you share the moments with others right you might not be in the stadium but you might have ten thousand other people watching the same stream together with you you guys can talk to each other you can cheer you can whatever banter around and if it's you know somewhat in the in a controlled environment that to me what I felt was the difference to just sitting in front of a big screen TV which is, comes one way right in in my mind O T T was always all of a sudden becoming a two way communication. Do you see that as well? Do you see these sort of services starting to come on? And, and because this was a few years ago, it was more of an idea, but I think they're starting to happen, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: of, of course, these services are coming. We are doing some of them. We 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 we, uh, we, we are promoting interactivity and so on. I, I personally, but maybe I because I'm forty years old, I still I still think that when there is a big sport event and I'm on the coach uh, on the biggest front screen, I'm I'm not too much interactive. That, okay. That's my opinion. Uh, or probably we are interactive in different ways depending on the media we are using. If we are traveling, we are on a mobile phone, we are more interactive than if we are at home uh, watching the TV. That's my opinion. But, uh, yes, for example, OTT is perfect, uh, if you think, uh, for uh, some sort of, uh, of betting. Yeah, of course. I'm watching a game if I ever – or maybe – uh, light betting, not in not, not professional betting. I I, mean, me, I I have a poll. Uh, I have something. I, I tend to respond, uh, or, or, or I can follow on the mobile. I, I think uh, yes, these are all experiment. Uh, it's always difficult. Uh, it's always difficult to know where the the big quantity of people would like to go, mm. and uh, and uh, different ages and so on. So. All good. Uh, the final, uh, the final position, and all these things uh, is still to be set, in my opinion. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I, like, I think that the final trick is still how are we are going to make money with it. Once we press that part, <laughs> then we then it has a big future. That's for sure.
1: But yeah. what is uh, sure is that uh, I mean now uh, that's why every podcaster needs its own OTT. If I'm uh, I don't program anymore. My life to be in front of a screen. If there is a big event and I'm uh, I'm uh, traveling, I want to be able to follow it on my mobile or my iPad and so on. Yeah. That 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 that's starting to be a need, in my opinion. Absolutely,
0: yeah, spot on. Now let, let, I want to go uh, you know, a couple of other things I wanted to touch on before we slowly uh, you know start wrapping up here. Now you don't obviously you're not just you know working in. Um, you know, as a, as I say, as, um, as a service provider to to leagues, and you create partnerships, right? I believe you had a you have a partnership with the DFL, right? Uh, called Sportech. Um, is that an equity partnership, or, or how can I visualize those uh, partnerships?
1: No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an equity partnership. Uh, I always, uh, as I always say to my people, we have to to distinguish. Very often, people call themselves partner, but uh, really is a client, uh, is a client provider uh, uh, setup. No, no. Uh, in uh, in uh, Sportec, uh, the, the starting point was was uh, is typical for many other uh, other clients. Uh, Bundesliga is is investing a lot in technology. They they yes. they. I, I believe they are the most organized, uh, one of the most organized uh, sport uh, organization uh, on the technological point of view. They do their own production. They do they do their own. Uh, uh, I, I
0: had I had Andreas on the call uh, on this podcast. Ah, with, uh, exactly. Amazing stuff they do.
1: Exactly, and uh, and uh, and therefore uh, we have been their provider through a company that we also acquired. It was called Empire, and then uh, it's, it's become Delta track We were their provider for all the statistics and so on. Mm. And, uh, and, and I met Seyfert and and and, and uh, I was, she uh, was asking me what we want to do in in in, in, in VIR, uh, in, in tracking and so on, and I was saying that. I have too few clients uh, to really invest in product uh, on that because yes, if I invest in, uh, in uh, something like this, how many clients can I have? Five, six, seven, 10, 20, mm-hmm. not, not many. So this is not, not justified by me. And in particular, certain uh, product, uh, they need a lot of interaction uh, with uh, uh, the user. So if you think, for example, to a, a, a VIR system, it's a lot about workflow with the referee to, to know from the referee what they like, what they don't like, and so on. So I right. need a part of this. At the same time, uh, uh, Cypher was saying I mean, yes, but we also want to build because we are investing so much in technology. We also want to 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 sort to of build some sort of uh, of of uh, legacy out of this. Uh, we will want to. world <laughs> I don't want to only make the rich uh, the service company, so mm. I want to build some sort of equity. So right. the idea. Is, uh, is exactly that, because uh, Bundesliga is investing so much in technology for their own needs. And Delta 3 is available to invest in part of this if there is a good partner. While we don't build something that, first of all, serves the needs of Bundesliga, but that can uh, take uh, these products are the most technologically advanced and uh, offer them at competitive price to the rest of the sure, community?
0: Right. Yeah, that makes, you- that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Exactly, and 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 that's having
1: success because we are. I don't want to disclose, but uh, we are already. We already have. After one year, we are already had five uh, five clients. Service right. uh, yeah. Bundesliga is a reference for the quality of their data, their stats, and so on. Absolutely,
0: yeah, and, and, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, now, and I think you're doing what your your deal with the tennis channel is it also in a sort of similar format or uh, is it very different?
1: we are we are we are provider. Uh, we many clients. We are long term provider. You can call them up. Partnership, if you want, but uh, it's not an equity partnership.
0: Right, right, okay, got it. Interesting. Now, now we we talk about sports the whole time, and clearly sports is at the core of the company, right? Um, but I do believe you're doing other things, right? You're doing things in entertainment. i um, not sure you've gone into gaming and esports yet. Uh, you know, is that uh, talk a little bit about that? What, what is exactly what yeah, you're right. doing in these areas?
1: Yes, gaming and esports, uh, uh, we treat them as. Uh, as a sport, leagues. And uh, that's the trend. They are uh, the big gaming. They are uh, starting to see themselves like a, a league. So, of course, there is all the games area that uh, where they are the specialists, but uh, they are starting to produce events like a big leagues. And so they are starting to have the same need uh, of a league. And they are coming to us because we are some of the most experts of this. So we, in, the, in that, we are progressing.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: have, cannot announce yet, but we have a very good uh, prospect uh, an exciting project on that side.
0: Excellent.
1: Entertainment, entertainment, uh, entertainment, uh, that was the, the, the core competence of, uh, of massive acquisition. They, in particular, they, they have a product that is called Axis, that is very specialized in user interaction. You can, you can change the, the you can change what you, what the, the various users see on the, up to 14 platforms pressing one button that is very complex uh, and, and so on. And uh, this product has a big success and we are uh, managing some of the bigger uh, OTT, uh, the, the front end of some of the bigger OTT in, in, in the world, uh, from Dazone to Britbox to to, to uh, I don't know the name, also in Asia and so on and Sinclair now uh, in the United States. So the, 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 the union of the user experience uh, of, uh, of uh, access and, and trying to plus all the ability of Delta Threat to provide uh, end-to-end services and to integrate many partners because every OTT you know has a lot of uh, potential technology partners because uh, you have the payment gateway, you have the subscription gateway, you have uh, the CDN, you have uh, a lot of uh, technology partners. Yeah. I mean, I would say we are quite unique in this moment uh, with our uh, competence in, in in both sides, in product and service. Right.
0: Now, again, I mean, let's look at the music industry for a bit, right, and concerts, uh, etc. Right there's very little currently being streamed, right? It's mostly just you're at the event, you know, and maybe there's some images, some footage comes out of it. But, you know, clearly these these aren't streamed around the world. Um, are you doing anything with, with the music industry yet or –
1: no, not, not really. I mean, they are a little bit uh, the, 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 the proper the, the proper the domain of the various uh, Spotify and and and, um, and Amazon Prime or, or or the big guys. I think they are covering it quite well. Right,
0: right. Got it. Got it. Now, let, let's um, sort of uh, start uh, coming into what I call the cool down phase. Um, and, and here there's a few points I'd, I'd love to sort of touch on. One is, of course, you know, we've all been living through COVID now over the last, uh, whatever it is, 12, 18 months, depends on which part of the world you're in. Uh, you know, in a company with a thousand people and, and officers all around the world, that's never easy on a good day. um, Now, the uh, COVID might have not affected you as much as it has others because you are so technology driven, which clearly looks like around the world um, those industries were striving. But I'm assuming, in some sense, it affects everyone, right? Uh, because people can't come to offices, and you end up having to work from home, and God knows what everything else in between. And and of course, a lot of the leaks, which maybe you servicing all of a sudden stop working, and you know maybe had some payment issues. How did you guys deal with it, and what was the sort of what what is the result of what you saw the the you know the last you know year and a half here?
1: Yeah, no, of course, no. Covid Covid affected us uh, quite heavily last year because uh, because first of all many of our clients they had a big reduction in budgets and uh, and of course that that's affected their spending and and uh, and of course uh, there has been postponement or cancellation of events in tennis uh, the Olympics and yeah in Europe. absolutely. So all these have been uh, been affecting in some way what I was saying at the start. uh, But you see that uh, at the end uh, there is some sort of resilience. Uh, Yes, there has been a stop, but then sports started started again to play. Empty stadium is true, but they started to 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 stream again to play because that's a need same for entertainment. Because that's uh, I used to say that's a need of the human being to to. To, to 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 have emotions associated with these events and so on. It started from like 3,000 ago. 3,000 year ago was Olympics. So something that will never stop. So there is some sort of a resiliency in our business, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah kind of- I agree.
1: Then, of course, uh, uh, we suddenly find ourselves uh, to work remotely, 1,000 people remotely. But on that, uh, we were already used because uh, we have uh, 18 offices uh, in 16 cities in four continents. And uh, already four or five years ago, we launched an initiative that is called uh, uh, one company where not necessarily a team uh, on a project must be in the same uh, in the same location in the same office that's right. for a simple right. reason because it's very difficult to find talent in our business so you have to find talent where you find them not not yeah. uh, if you also put the constraint that the talent have to be in a certain city it's even more difficult yeah. so yeah. It was already used uh, to work in this way and I have to say that uh, this was quite smooth uh, technologically mm, uh, let's say is it uh, is it uh, as we as productive as uh, when we are all in one room uh, that's still a question mark uh, we are setting up kpi to measure it uh, for sure uh, the life uh, after uh, this Covid uh, uh, in our field will not be as before. So, in, if you want, Covid is accelerating certain trends. Uh, we were already leaving people home uh, one one day a week uh, to work from home. Uh, our plan for from September onward, uh, depending on the country, is uh, that uh, people will be able to spend up to three days uh, a week uh, working. Uh, we call it in hybrid working, working from home, no, unless requirements. Right. That's because. Uh, Started to be a need and uh, uh, maybe for a torino guy it's easy to go in the office but we have to remember that uh, for a london or a los angeles guy, guy, guy uh, you can uh, save a free hour of life every day if you have not go in the office
0: yeah yeah, no, yeah absolutely it, it, exactly it's it, every country it can, every city is very different
1: uh, what we noticed, we were well. People were very well organized. I mean, the Zoom call is more disciplined. You lose a little bit the sense of uh, belonging, the sense of family, and uh, these kind of things that in Delta Trail are very important. So, mm. what we will have like to learn is to to measure these two things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel I, I, I'm completely with you there. Um, as much as many things you can do from home or, or by remote control, but there is a little difference when you have that, you know, the meetings face to face. And, and as you said, the belonging into a business, I think is harder, especially for younger generations. I can see that with the younger employees that uh, they struggle a bit more, uh, you know, yeah. not having that, uh, connectivity there and, and, and building that these friendships, which is so important. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a yeah, interesting
1: we have the 122 people during the COVID time, and these people never, never came in the office. So they, they started to work the company. Wow. So that, that that's, and we will all have to learn because, uh, as, as I'm saying to my people, yes, when we when you will come twice uh, a week in the office, you will have to organize uh, in a way to come together with your teammates because otherwise, that is what is happening in my, now. Sometimes I, I go in the office, but then I spend my time in Zoom. In
0: the exactly, yeah, the rest of the <laughs> team is not there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, really interesting. I, I, I like that. Now, again, wh- one other sort of point here I wanted to just touch on, and that is, you know, you've you've been, uh, obviously, you you, want, you guys won tons of awards, I think 200 or something it says on your website. Uh, you've been, you know, uh, recognized as, as the fast-growing company, by, you know, one of the most innovative companies out there. And, of course, it's one thing, you, you are a hot startup, right? It's easy to be a fast-growing company. Um, if you're a 35-year-old, company, that is a lot harder, and, and it's an incredible achievement. Again, to credit to you there. Uh- Again, how do you look at where are you going now, right? You know, company has been around 35 years. Uh, Bruins, like any uh, PE group, eventually is going to look for an exit, right? Um, and, and we'll look at selling it or taking it public or anything in between here. I'm, I'm sure at the moment, I'm, I'm guessing if, if you guys wouldn't have been approached by specs already, then I'd be surprised. Uh, what, what's the plan? Is there anything you can share? Um, what is happening and or where do you see the future?
1: well the futures uh, the the, the short term futures uh, is uh, is uh, is a uh as we have been discussing, this is a world that is still uh, growing, even accelerating its growth, especially the OTT part uh, and so on. So uh, our plan for the next two, three years uh, are a two-digit growth uh, that will continue across the various companies, and we are still looking to do further acquisitions. For example, we are very good uh, to serve clients uh, uh, complex project, what we call tier zero and tier one clients. Uh, We are... uh, Less competitive uh, for uh, uh, lower tier clients, but they can be a lot. And uh, so we want to we want to make acquisition or or, or to be able to serve also these uh, this addressable market of client that maybe they don't have uh, five million a year to spend in an OTT, but they may have uh, one million a year to spend in an OTT.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, keep innovating and and testing. I guess, and and I'm sure you guys do plenty of that, um, especially with the clients you have who are pushing you as well. I guess into this space, right? And and we'll make and as we said right at the beginning, making you better every time as well. Um, And then the beauty, of course, is what you learn with one client, whether that is the NFL in the US or whether it is you know the Bundesliga in in Europe. um, You can then, I guess, lay that over with others. I'm sure that's constantly what you're looking at, right?
1: Yeah, and, and, and exactly. And, and what clients are looking at is also to, to bring these uh, this uh, these, uh, experience uh, to them. Uh, it's good. Uh, one time I had a call from a client because we approached the clients uh, in a very technical way. Tell, in some way, the staff uh, was telling the client, uh, tell me what I have to do. I, I got uh, immediately a call from the client saying, listen, I hired DeltaTrib because you have to tell me what to do, not <laughs> I have to do what to do. That's a good example that I often give to my people. They class, we are good technologically, but there are, very, there are many good technological companies in the world. I think we are quite unique in how to apply technology to, to sport and to entertain, entertainment. And that's, that's, that should be our core competence even in the future.
0: Absolutely, yeah. No, and and look with, with with the growth of gaming, like you said, and and I'm sure that's probably still a reason, maybe a smaller part for you, but lots of growth potential there, and how where that's heading, and and if you look at the, the new type of games which are coming out, and and you know, of course, esports itself is still in in many ways still in its infancy, but has lots of lots of growth opportunities of with leagues starting all around the world. Uh, so I have no doubt that you could continue growing there and finding a spot and. Uh, you know Gigi this was great GP this was great here I really enjoyed the almost hour and a half we had here together and and I I want to make sure I uh, respect your time there as well I, I know you got a busy day ahead there uh, in Torino so thank you so much for that um, fantastic conversation I'm sure tons of people will learn lots from you uh, and I wish you all the best uh, for the next for the next 35 years <laughs> <laughs>
1: thanks
0: a lot it was a pleasure uh, reminding old times definitely yeah and really enjoyed that so um, have a and try, try have a good coffee there in Torino and I'll hopefully see you there one of these days soon here when we're all allowed to travel again ciao thanks a lot ciao ciao The Sports Entrepreneurs by Marcus Lure Podcasts are a collection of interviews and stories. All content in this podcast is the copyright of Marcus Luhr. Reproduction and distribution of the presentation without written permission of the owner is prohibited. All rights reserved.